KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Monday, December 28th. San Diego police have someone new running their social media. That story next. But first, let's do the headlines. In a grim milestone, California hit 2 million confirmed coronavirus cases on Christmas Eve, becoming the first state to do so. Meanwhile, the situation in hospitals and ICUs is dire. Data from Saturday showed in the San Joaquin Valley, there were no ICU beds left. That, as California reported more than 50,000 new cases and more than 200 new deaths. The worst of the surge is expected in the next few weeks after holiday travelers return home. Health and Inspectors and authorities stepped up enforcement at restaurants and shopping malls over the weekend in an attempt to curb the surge. Locally, San Diego County public health officials reported more than 3,100 new infections on Sunday and no new deaths. 50 more people were hospitalized, with seven more in ICUs. California stay-at-home orders for the San Joaquin Valley and Southern California are set to expire today. State officials, including Governor Gavin Newsom, have made it clear they don't expect those orders to lapse. A Pacific storm system with both rain and snow is making landfall and it will continue through tonight. The National Weather Service issued a winter storm warning for the San Diego Mountains through 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. If you were scrolling through social media over the holidays, maybe you saw some posts from the San Diego Police Department that weren't just traffic alerts or posts about missing people. KPBS investigative reporter Claire Tregesser says the department is paying for a consultant to help them seem more human and relatable on Twitter and Facebook. If you noticed a change in San Diego Police's social media recently, you're right. So I've nicknamed myself the Twitterizer because I'll take a post that's this, you know, blog from from uh, Facebook and, and chop it down. And Lieutenant Matt Botkin is writing posts that aim to be more conversational, more human, and that show police officers doing good work or helping people. Like this one. I really want to say how thankful we are. We are overwhelmed with the show of support. It's been absolutely incredible. The smile you put on our son's face today. Brought, brought these parents to tears. The main reason for putting out the lighthearted and, the, and the, the humanizing portions, too, is to let people know that we're not just all cops and robbers, lock you up, throw you in jail. Um, we're caring for your family members when, when you, haven't, you can't check on them, um, you know, helping people out. The department also has some outside help. They're paying a media consultant $4,000 a month in part to help with their social media strategy. They get so much of our city budget already from our tax dollars. Um, The idea that they have to hire a consultant to 
basically train them on how to behave says a lot about policy. Catherine Mendoza is a community cop watcher who spends a lot of time filming police in her City Heights neighborhood. Their demeanor and what their what their purpose is on the call um, is a lot different than what they want to portray themselves on social media, which is kind of make-believe. San Diego police also pay the consultant $5,000 to make videos showing what happened any time an officer shoots someone. Releasing this video is required by law. But Botkin says many standoffs end without violence, and the department doesn't want the community to only see posts where an officer shoots someone. It's unfair for us as an agency to expect people to understand why we do what we do if we don't explain why we do what we do and the rationale behind it. And so, you know, when you see us, you know, pointing a taser at somebody, when you see us utilizing a police service dog, as terrible as that might seem to the uninitiated and to the and to those who just don't know what's happening, um, it's even worse when there's no information about what took place. Uh, and we know that you know, when there's that, that gap in information, that gap's either going to be filled by facts and reason and context, or it's going to remain void and get filled with fear and worry and doubt and confusion. Botkin aims to fill that gap, sometimes with videos of officers playing basketball or giving stickers to kids. That's right, you sure are. That story from KPBS investigative reporter Claire Tregesser. Farm workers are among the earliest tiers of people to get vaccinations against COVID-19. But a new poll says many field workers are wary of vaccines. CAP Radio's Ezra David Romero reports. Hernan Hernandez runs the California Farmworker Foundation based in Tulare County. His group gives farm workers COVID tests and masks as they work in the fields. Earlier this month, Hernandez said his team surveyed 150 farm workers, and more than half said they won't get a COVID-19 vaccine or are nervous about it. Hernandez says the fear stems from false information they're reading online. We've heard a whole bunch of conspiracy theories, anything from where this is a vaccination that's going to sterilize an individuals, and that also the vaccine is going to cause COVID, and a lot of it is driven by clickbaits that they see on Facebook. Hernandez plans to expand his survey to farm workers across California. His team is also preparing for a public information campaign in the new year. In Sacramento, I'm Ezra David Romero. Coming up on the podcast, we'll have two pandemic profiles, one from a nurse working on the front lines of the COVID-19 crisis through the holidays, and another from a new mom raising a baby in the coronavirus era. That's next, just after this break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. 
Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. With ICUs nearly full, there won't be any holidays for healthcare workers on the front lines of the COVID-19 crisis. As part of our Pandemic Profile series, KPBS reporter Matt Hoffman spoke to a nurse practitioner working inside the ICU at one of the busiest hospitals in the county. Our workload has been a lot higher, for sure. Um, and it I would say that it's been the busiest that I've probably seen. Charlotte Thomas is a critical care nurse practitioner in the intensive care unit at Scripps Mercy Hospital in Chula Vista. Usually by the time I see people, they're really in distress. Patients in the ICU tend to have a higher mortality than other areas of the hospital. Um, COVID obviously has an exponentially higher mortality than our average. So. Um, yes, a tremendous amount of our patients have not survived the hospitalization. Thomas says the core of her job, taking care of patients, has not changed, but now she does it with a lot more protective equipment. The pandemic has impacted her in other ways. It's emotionally difficult to see people be that sick and to have to try to care for so many of them. Also to have to become the part of the patient's extended family and communicating with their families. So it has changed from that perspective. She says to get back to normalcy and not overwhelm the healthcare system, San Diegans have to wear masks, avoid crowds, and stay home when possible. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. 2020 began with a lot of hope and expectation for San Diego resident Mayumi Nara. In mid-February, she gave birth to her second child. A month later, San Diego was shut down because of the virus. As part of our Pandemic Profile series, KPBS reporter Eric Anderson has a story. Mayumi Nara was starting to hear about the virus when she gave birth to Yuki in mid-February. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was so stressful because we don't know what's going on. The park is a great distraction when her husband is working at home and her older son is online for school. But the pandemic is never far from mind. Perhaps the worst thing is the distance from her family in Japan. Every day I chatting with the, through the camera with a mask. The Nara family was planning to visit Japan around the new year. It was to be a chance to introduce Yuki to her extended family and friends. But the resurgence of COVID-19 forced them to cancel. Whenever I think about that, it makes me so sad and so miss them. So I'm not trying to think about them more. Nara is hopeful that things will be better next summer, perhaps allowing a trip to visit the family during the Tokyo Olympics. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. And that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio or watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day.
Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.